Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Val Cisco, dropping some knowledge about Anchor. Guys, have you ever wanted to record your own podcast? Don't you want millions and millions of people to listen to what you have to say, whether it's about Zeus, whether it's about sports, whether it's about everything that's going on in the world of quarantine? Guys, what are you waiting for? Download Anchor. Anchor basically is a one-stop shop for all your podcast needs. It has creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Number two, it's free. Guys, it's free. There's not a lot of freebies out there, so grab this. And of course, Anchor will distribute your podcast so you can be heard from different places like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and many, many, many more. You can make money off your podcast too with minimum listenership. So right there, guys, like, listen, this is a no-brainer. Download Anchor. It's pretty fantastic. I love it. Hell, thank you, Anchor, for giving me the platform to speak about all the random things that I do. Uh, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So please, once again, download Anchor. You can download it off the Apple Play Store, the, the Google Store. I don't know if you guys have Blackberries out there still. Uh whatever is out there download it it's freaking phenomenal you guys won't regret it take care ciao you are now tuned you are now tuned into What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another great edition of Pop 5, brought to you by Sideshow Conversations. It's me, Mr. Kiss Without Makeup himself, Val Cisco, And of course, my co-host for Pop 5, Mr. Too Sweet to be Sour, the man, the hour. It's Mr. Eddie Money buying one ticket to paradise. Jay Rance, how you doing, Jay? <laughs> What's up, brother? I had, to, I, had to, I had to hold the laugh back on that one, man. Like, that, that was great. Mr. Kiss without the makeup himself. <laughs> and if you guys are not getting the hint, this episode is going to be about 80s and 80s one-hit wonders. How you feel about that, man? I like it. I'm actually excited about this one because it's a, it's a musical time period that lives in infamy, honestly. Who doesn't love the 80s? And the 80s kind of gave, like, a, a plethora of one-hit wonders. So, oh, yes. You know, this... This list was kind of it was kind of hard to narrow it down to five. So like I I I, I narrowed it down to like my favorite five. So how do how do you feel about it? I think the '80s is a pivotal moment in music history yeah. because I feel like anybody could have been a star. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're in that age again where anybody could be a star now. It, all you needed was just one hit, and you were <laughs> on the way going straight to paradise, like my man <laughs> Eddie Money. And exactly. You leave Eddie Money alone, though. <laughs> Eddie Money got some hits. I don't want to hear it. It arranges. It arranges from you know hard rock ballads to disco yeah. to pop. Punk Synth music. pop, new yeah. wave, all that stuff, man. So much music was involved in the mm-hmm. '80s. As like you said, it's very hard to pick just five. And I guarantee oh, you, we have 
different different artists, bands, yeah. music on our list. Totally. Oh yeah, we definitely do, man. And it was like I said, it was hard, but I, I think we do. We're gonna be completely surprised with some of the choices that we got. But my question to you is, what 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 makes a one hit like wonder in your opinion? What what makes it? Like well, what does it have to be? I feel in my opinion, a one hit wonder doesn't necessarily mean like you you went away in obscurity obscurity whatsoever. I don't believe yeah. that. I believe that it tests time and space like that song that you'll always hear but you never heard anything else from them whatsoever <laughs> yeah exactly. so and there's a plethora of songs to really dabble into but definitely uh-huh. is that one song that stays with you that's always been there that's referenced in every movie but you don't know where that artist was or if <laughs> yeah. you do they're not doing what they did before definitely yeah no definitely man or like where they came from that's like sometimes like with a lot like there's this one that I was gonna put on my list, but I was like, no. And like, where where did this dude come from? And like, um, he was just like a a model, and it, it, they just come from weird places, in my opinion, honestly. Like out of nowhere, out the blue. Um, it was that song. It's not on my list. Hopefully, it's not on your list. So I I don't want to ruin it. I forgot his name. The the boom boom boom. Let's go back to my room. You <laughs> no, yeah. it's not on my list, yeah. but that's a good song. Oh, okay. Too. It is honorable mention. Honorable mention. Boom, boom, boom. (laughs) (laughs) And you're definitely right. People come from different backgrounds. Doesn't matter where it is. Sometimes it could be a popular person dabbling into music as well, too. And Mm -hmm. that kind of leads me to my number five to start this off. Okay, let's get right into it. Which I feel is going to kind of catch you off guard. And some people might see this as a cheat because this person is quite actually famous, really famous, but for a different genre of what he does for a job profession. But at this moment in time, in 1985, he was peak at what he was doing, whether it be film, whether it be stand-up, whether it be just um doing improv this guy was all over the place he could not be touched he broke barriers i think except Uh the music industry Mm -hmm. (laughs) and in 1985 (laughs) he had an album (laughs) that that was called how could it be and it was produced (laughs) by rick james (laughs) and it is a 1985 single party all the time by eddie murphy Oh man, that's great. That's great. Honestly, I thought this probably would have been higher on your list. No, no, because, no. Because I don't know. I thought I thought you loved this song. That's why. <laughs> I love this song. Maybe that's why it's so high on my list because I feel yeah. like it's achieved because we all know Eddie Murphy. And at the yeah. time, especially in the 80s, Eddie Murphy could not be touched whatsoever. Whether it's his stand-ups, Eddie Murphy Raw, yeah. um, Saturday Night Live, whether it's his movies. Um, he cannot be touched, and I felt like Definitely. at this point in time, hanging around with James so much, anybody could be a musician, and rightfully so. Anybody could be a musician. Anybody could get that one hit. And, mm-hmm. and I heard this, that. <laughs> and this time here, synth pop was really big at the time as well. Yeah. Eddie Murphy wanted to dabble, and by being number two on the billboards in 1985, mm-hmm. outshining Lionel Richie. You know, that's a big deal. At the same token, it was heavily criticized as someone so raw, no pun intended, with Eddie Murphy, his talent to just being so extreme and vibrant and wild, going to a synth-pop song, talking about his girl partying all the time. Mm -hmm. With soft lyrics and a soft vocalist, it sounded like a Rip James wannabe, in a way. 
and produced well, it was by written Rick and produced James. by Rick James. Exactly, so yeah. exactly. Yeah. It was just too close to home, and I think critics just really did not understand what Eddie Murphy was trying to do. And we haven't seen Eddie Murphy go back into the music industry from there. He stick to acting, stuck to comedy, and called it a day. Yeah, he just left it alone, man. He was like, you know what? This is not for me. Because after that, you didn't even hear any of the singles <laughs> from the album. You didn't hear nothing. How could it be? You didn't hear nothing off the album. And you know what? I'm not going to lie to you. I haven't even bothered to hear anything else from the album. <laughs> all I want to hear is party all the time. That's it. I don't want to hear nothing else from that album. Because I don't think anything else on the album could touch that single. And like you said, yeah, he hasn't dabbled after that but hey this one hit man like it, it did him justice because like you said i think it was like number three in the second position is above lionel richie so that that's crazy and i think even rick james kind of produced or did something for lionel richie on that song itself i think so rick james was doing it up back then as well so but um no man this is this is a great single i i, I love this song honestly I got to put like the New Yorker in this because uh, a lot of my people on this list are Englishmen. So I got to get a New Yorker in this, you know, just to start it off right. But anyway, now you got my number five. I want to hear yours. Well, my number five, it, it goes across the pond, sort of speak. And it is the 1983 from the self-titled album called Nena. And it is. 99 Luft Balloons from the German band. And honestly, like, this this single, it, it, it's, like, one of my favorite singles. And it's, like, anytime you throw on an 80s station or anytime you throw on, like, an 80s radio station or a music station on, on anything or a playlist, this song has to come up because this song was so catchy and so hot back in, in the 80s, you know. And they even released an American version, but it wasn't a straight translation from the German version. And actually, this song, I didn't even know. This song caught on so so much in the U.S. that a lot of people didn't know this is a protest song, you know, back in Germany, like an anti-war song. So, but definitely, definitely, it, it, I think, uh, do you remember on that, that cash box, that magazine that was back? Like, yes. Was, yeah. And it, it reached number one on that. And on the billboards in the Hot 100s, it was number two as well, behind Van Halen. So, you know, I mean, hey, Van Halen jump, you know what can top that but still like i feel like it was pretty high in the position in the billboard charts and i don't know like you're kind of stumped you never heard that song no 99 no. red balloons I like do. right I, here now oh, I, like. I love it as well too and the fact that it went you know deep with van halen saying something there yeah. maybe it's that people were clamoring for a different sound <laughs> at that time as well too I, <laughs> I, I don't know, but definitely, definitely, it was a song, in my opinion, from the 80s that was kind of hot and popping, as you would say. And, you know, fun fact that, like, you remember um, you remember VH1, I think they held, like, a fundraiser for Katrina and stuff like that, you know, for victims of Katrina. There was actually one, like, they held a fundraiser, so basically what viewers would do, they would donate, they would get a video of their preference to play for that donation. So there was one person that donated and i don't know what the amount was but it was the astronomical amount that he requested that 99 red balloons and it was like on an hour loop on vh1 so it was just like back to back to back to back so it, it was pretty freaking crazy this song honestly and you hear it all the time honestly in the 80s so oh you hear it all the time now you put an 80s station yeah. on it's gonna happen at least once or twice popping in there it'll yeah. be in anybody's 80s tunes as that one hit wonder but you'll be like oh you know what i like that song as well too yeah, I don't even know what they're saying. <laughs> That's how you know it's a one-hit wonder and it caught on crazy because it's German and it's still caught on in America. Like, 
I don't know what they're saying, but it's so catchy. You get what I'm saying? So, but no, nah, it, it's a hit that I love from the '80s, bro. Honestly, I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. What What is your number four though? What's up? We're gonna go. We're gonna stay across the pond a little bit. We're not gonna go mm-hmm. to the German area. We're gonna get out of Deutschland, <laughs> and we're Deutschland. gonna head right over to you know the Queensland, England. And okay. <laughs> at this time, the the British invasion was heavy, going from the seventies <laughs> to the eighties. You think of bands like um um Quiet Riot. You think of mm-hmm. uh, ACDC. Um, you th- you think of plethora of bands, Ozzy Osbourne and Black Sabbath. You probably don't think of a band called The Outfield coming out. Oh, yes. <laughs> and in 1985, going into 1986, this UK band tried to give the world something different, a new wave, if you will. And since new <laughs> wave was taken off, this band harmonized different keyboards with hard rock ballads to give one song that is always played in every 80s genre movie. Whether it's been from the 80s or whether it's been movies nowadays that go back to the 80s, you will hear this song at least once. And it is from the album called Play Deep. Ayo. Hey, hmm. <laughs> hey, this song is called Your Love by the Outfield. Oh man, that's a great pick. Honestly, that 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 almost made my list. But like, <laughs> <laughs> and for people that don't know that song, watch any eighties movie, you'll hear it. I don't want to lose your love tonight. <laughs> it is that one song that just makes you feel good. It is so eighties. It makes you feel like, yeah, I can do anything. I can get the girl. I can lose the girl. I can get some yeah. drugs. I can lose some drugs. <laughs> like it, it, it fits its era so well. And when you put it into pop culture now, even though it's like a one-hit wonder, it you feel it. It's so relevant still, and it still it's, it still feels good. It feels fresh in a way. How do you feel about that song? It's one of those songs that um, it kind of like you know use your love tonight. Like it, everybody felt like that at one point. You yes. know what I'm saying? You could kind of relate to the lyrics, and this is a song that's so like you said, fresh and catchy, and it, it, you know it. It kind of touches like a lot of emotions and different, um, how can I say, scenarios, you know? And it goes well with a lot of scenarios. So it, it's a great song. I love it. Like I said, I almost put it on my list, but it definitely would be an honorable mention for me. And it translates very well in pop culture because you see it in a lot of movies, like you said, and shows and stuff like that. So it, it's, it's a great song. It stands its time. And looking at it from the U.S. Billboard hits from that time, Top 100, it was number six at the time as well, too. On oh, MTV's Music Awards, it came in at number two. And they fair with the greatest quote ever that I heard from, a, from I guess, a music or uh, a one-hit wonder mm-hmm. song. Vanity mm-hmm. Fair quotes, uh, the second best song in the multiverse after Toto's <laughs> Africa. That is the best thing I have ever heard of a one-hit wonder. Oh, that is great. That is great, man. That is great. That's funny, bro. Toto, <laughs> Toto had a lot of hits, though, too. So Toto's I, I, Africa was brilliant. I, I love Toto alone because Toto has the hits. They have the bangers and the mustaches. They have the bangers. <laughs> <laughs> Can't pull totally a mustache like, like like that man does in there. But mm-hmm. definitely that's my new wave hit for my number four. Let's go back to you. I want to hear from you now. Well, we're going to go up to the north with this one for my number four. You know, with a, with, around, around the 80s, you know, we saw a lot of um, 
Canadians come out around that time. You know, we saw the likes of Brian Adams. We saw the likes of that you were talking about him. Corey Hart, Mr. Sunglasses at Night. You know, we saw him as well. And then we saw this band, this synth pop band wave called Men Without Hats. And they had a 1983 single called The Safety Dance. And honestly, like, everybody knows that freaking tone because it's stuck in your head. Yes, it and, is. Yeah, it, it's, such, it's such a great single because, like, I, um, to me, Around this era, like you said, everybody was into that new wave, that synth pop, you know, everything was a bit, you know, a little beat. So everybody got on it. And yeah, the 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 men without hat, they capitalized on that synth pop, that new wave, and they dropped the safety hat. And it was actually funny that this song in in Canada. Yes. Keep it that way. Excuse me, I was actually gonna say Canada. Yeah, in Canada, it didn't do that good. In Canada, I think in the top fifties, it reached number eleven, and then after that, it was released in the U.S. like a few months after that, and it reached number three on the Billboard Hot 100s, and it stood there for like twenty-four weeks. That's just crazy, you know. That's how hooked the Americans were on the safety dance and stuff <laughs> like that. Yeah, no, seriously. So, and then um, it's just um actually on the billboard dance chart it reached number one so you know it was a crazy song that they were hearing it in clubs and people were going crazy with it doing the dance and actually it was a protest song as well as my number five um one of the one of the members in the band because he got kicked out from doing a dance that was popular in the 80s called the pogoing so yes (laughs) so he got kicked out of the club for pogoing so he did this song as a protest and stuff like that for getting kicked out and stuff like that. And it translates into pop culture because who hasn't heard this song? It's been on South Park. I think it's even been in a Lipton commercial. It's been even on Glee. So this song has, like I said, transcended time and history and we hear it still to this day. The safety dance, man. How do you feel about that? That is a great pick. I uh, I can listen to the safety dance every day and still have a smile on my face and crack up. Nothing I can say bad about that song. Maybe about mm-hmm. the group in general, but not even about the song whatsoever. You know, um, yeah. they didn't go as far as they should have, maybe, uh, because they stuck to that <laughs> one song. When you, exactly. have, you know, when you have a banger, you have a banger. You got to stick to it. You got to run it down oh, yeah. some dirt. So, you got to stick with you to the dance. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You got to punch that ticket and keep on getting the, that little right. royalties as much as you can. <laughs> exactly, man. Right until the wheels fall off. <laughs> <laughs> and they did. <laughs> But definitely mm-hmm. great pick. I love that pick so much. Yeah, man. I love that song. That beat is so catchy. But with that being said, what's your number three, bro? My number three is going to go back to Liverpool, England. <laughs> and mm-hmm. we're going to stick with the new wave because before mm-hmm. the outfield came to the States and ran havoc, there was a band that came up with a song that is so synonymous to everything we do. Um, everything that we feel and in a new relationship or maybe try to get out of a relationship every yes. 80s game that we have played the song has came, uh, came up in uh, especially in a grand theft auto vice city is very prominent this okay. <laughs> song came out number one in australia number six in the united states and is banned by a flock of seagulls the oh. song is i ran <laughs> <laughs> i love that song bro that's a great pick i love it <laughs> And I don't know. I absolutely love this song. The band never went anywhere after this. Maybe oh, probably um, one-ish song after this, but they are mainly 
for uh, remember for this song as well too. And how can you forget this song? This song is such a catchy song. Whether it be mm-hmm. in TV shows, commercials, whether it be in cartoons, whether it be in Rock Band Three or Guitar Hero Eighties, whether yes. it be in, in flashback scenes, whether it be in in um let's see here karaoke um bars. Everybody sings this song. Everybody knows those lyrics, and everybody can relate mm-hmm. to it. The, the 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 songs about running away from your feelings, whether it be mm-hmm. good or bad, you can relate to it. And man, this is it's such a catchy tune. It is, it is, it is. It's such a catchy tune. It's also for me a feel good tune because I love it. I I I enjoy playing the hell out of it on a uh, rock band, a uh, non rock band, Guitar Hero '80s. It was like my favorite jam to go to, and it's such a catchy song. It's such a feel good song whether you're running away from whatever type of feelings you're running away it makes you feel good and i love the song man it definitely 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 we didn't hear nothing else after the band but they scored good with this one bro honestly oh definitely and then it has a special place in my heart because it did show up in uh the movies i love the most these days la la Mm -hmm. land where (laughs) one of the main characters is a um a righteous musician and he he plays these little BS gigs just to, you know, nickel and dime and, you know, get by in life. And one of the gigs he's playing is an 80s tribute band. And he has a guitar, but he's actually a pianist as well, too. But he's rocking the guitar yeah. and he's so miserable. And then <laughs> the girl, the lover, if you will, the, of the movie, knows that he hates playing these songs. So she yeah. requests it and his eyes just like light up in shame, like no self-respecting musician, let alone pianist, will play the guitar to this damn song. <laughs> and it's such a feel-good moment. Like he just plays it so hard. And uh, yeah, you gotta see it. If anybody has not seen La La Land, see it for this moment because it's too funny. Yeah, no, that that's a great song, bro. And the video was just kind of trippy and weird because you know, like you said, the guy like likes the girl in the video and he's trying to wait, run away from his feelings and stuff like that. But then they just both. Uh, get abducted by aliens and stuff like that so trippy video to, to a great song though i mean honestly i just hate seeing videos like that where videos really have nothing to do with the song but i don't know it's a, it's a great pick i was gonna put it on my list but i i, I didn't man great great pick honestly Ooh, i'm surprised you didn't put this on your list this is yeah, something no. that uh it really uh, it, it stuck to me i was scared that this would have been the one that kind of matched with yours but hey yeah. i'm glad that we still have variety going on no, the the one the one that I really didn't think it was gonna match with yours. It, it it matched, it matched, but I I didn't think it was gonna match. Honestly, you you took me for a curveball with that one. But <laughs> with that being said, my number three, it's really this is this is the epitome of a one hit wonder because this guy honestly he had a few other hits. Um, I think it was called Shannon's Eye and stuff like that. But he really disappeared after this song, and it is the nineteen eighty three single to a movie soundtrack and that is Push It to the Limit for the Scarface <laughs> movie. That is great! <laughs> by, by Paul Ingerman. Oh. Yes. It, this is the most one-hit wonder song. And I could have put this higher on my list, but this is really the embodiment of a one-hit wonder where you just drop one hit, you blow up, and you just disappear. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, like, this dude just really <laughs> fell off the face of the earth after this. And, yeah, who doesn't know Push It to the Limit with the lyrics and stuff like that? And um, it was it was, it was was the soundtrack to one of the most popular films known to man, you know, Scarface. Everybody loves Scarface. And it, it, it's just such a great 
I, how can I say? I don't want to say inspirational song, but it's a song where you hear it everywhere. It, it I has feel inspired. <laughs> I do too. I'm not gonna lie. That's why I said it. But no, it has become like the the that song for the underdog, for the dark horse. You get what I'm saying? For Definitely. The, for the for the person that they don't give a shot, and it, it's just been adopted as well in in pop culture because this song has been in video games like GTA Three. Of course, Scarface, the video game, it's even been in another video game called Payday 2. Um, Rick Ross sampled it. Um, what else? It's been in South Park. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. American Dad. So, like, this film, it, it, I mean, this song, it's even in, like, little 80s workout mixes. How many times have you seen, like, those 80 workout mixes where you see people in the gym just, you know, sweating up the stone? <laughs> going in and stuff like that. And recently... It was in Stranger Things too. One of the most epic scenes, that scene where we saw Billy and Steve go at it on the basketball court. Yes, which <laughs> yeah. is phenomenal. <laughs> yes, one of the best scenes out of the whole season. And yeah, man, I just love this song. This is really a one-hit wonder. And if this is not on like the top of anybody's list, I, I don't know. I don't know, man. How do you feel about Pushing to the Limit? I love Pushing to the Limit. It's been remixed to so many different songs mm-hmm. as well, too, in hip-hop especially. Um, the song, it is an inspirational song. You could pump iron to this song and feel like you gotta <laughs> you gotta break that sweat. Like you can take on the world, yeah. <laughs> Very much so. Hey, Scarface can, can shoot a bunch of people. I'm not saying that you should, <laughs> but hey, 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 if you feel entitled to, to go to the shooting range and bust a few caps and go for it no. <laughs> that's the thing too that's the thing too i think it's such an inspirational song it's such a pump you up jam because that song came on when scarface started having that montage when he started raising his wealth and his providence and his position so people always you know put those two and two together so honestly great song great song <laughs> let me tell you something I don't like a lot of things, okay? I, I don't like Pablo Escobar. I don't like my brother Cucho. But I do like that song, The Push It to the Limit. Because it makes me feel like I got to take a big Coke, put it up my nose, and get a big apple, and put it up my ass, and shoot a grenade launcher, and shut the fuck up and kill everybody. That's how I feel about this song, man. Oh, man. No, this, this song is great, bro. I see now that you're doing your whole little Scarface imitation. I'm thinking about when he was screaming in the speaker box. <laughs> and my son's so like, you want to go to fucking war? You want to go to war? He's screaming into the little speaker box. I'm so sad. I'm hung up on it. I'm not Pacino. I can't. <laughs> oh, oh, man. That's great. But what's your number two, dude? I don't know if I can come back from that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, my number two has it's so relevant right now because it is one of mm-hmm. the biggest memes or vines that you'll see everywhere. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a workout vine where the guys are just jumping around with their arms with headbands on, sweating around the streets, and okay. is taking, I guess, the millennials by storm because they're rediscovering this song, which was such a big hit from 1985 to 1986. Um, mm-hmm. The video itself was was groundbreaking as like almost like a sketch artist video where the um the lead singer is basically talking to himself and then talking to other people, especially the love of his life, sketched out like he's uh, kind of a race nerd out of history in a way. So um mm. very ahead of his time. But yeah. this band comes out of Norway. <laughs> the Norwegian. It's the Norwegian synth-pop band called Aha. <laughs> <laughs> Aha. And it is the single Take On Me. 
That is a great pick, brother. I love that song. <laughs> I absolutely love this song. You heard nothing from Aha ever again, but no, this not. song definitely holds a special place in my heart. Like I said, millennials are um, picking this song up and making vines with it, especially with the, I mean, that first chorus. It's so great. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's so legendary how they came up with that with that that riff. And mm-hmm. I mean, maybe if they made more songs like that, they would have took off as well, too. Being that, you know, synth pop and that new wave sound was so big. But, man, this has been in every other 80s movie or 80s show or 80s video game as well, too. It's such a catchy tune. It transcends time with that video. Like I said, that video, that artwork in that video is so prevalent. Yeah. I, I absolutely love it. How do you feel about this band? I love this song, bro. This band, this is, like, actually one of my favorite hits from the 80s. This one and... um. Don't you want me, baby? <laughs> These two songs, I love those freaking songs. And honestly, this is a great song. Like you said, the video was pretty, pretty groundbreaking in that time. You know, it, it sticks out to a lot of people. That video actually won six awards. Yep, that's how pretty cool it was. So it's it's a great it's a great song, and it just proves to you that you know millennials are just actually getting back up on this. Yep. So it just shows you how good of a song it was. And I actually remember seeing a video not too long ago that um one of our friends she posted posted it on Facebook and it was a, a Spider-Man, a dude in a Spider-Man costume turning up in a GameStop <laughs> exactly. dancing. Exactly. Yeah. And he was turning up to this song, Take On Me. And it just shows you that this song is it's been around and it's coming back in this transcending time, like I said, prior to other songs. So it's it's a great song. Definitely. There's so many vines I've seen in Comic-Cons where a whole bunch of Spider-Men mm-hmm. are fighting each other <laughs> and doing the same dance in a line, yeah. almost like a Mondo line to this song. Uh, it's so mm-hmm. crazy. It's just like it's catching on like wildfire again. And I Definitely. love it. And the song yeah. itself, you know, number one, Australia, Austria, Belgium, uh, Canada, mm-hmm. uh, France, Germany. Um, yeah. going Italy, Netherlands, uh, New Zealand, um, Norway. It, 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 worldwide, it was a massive hit. Honestly. It was, and for yeah. rightfully so. It's it was such an innovative song, and it, it it caught you by surprise, but it pulled you in as well too. And it's a rarity that you find a song these days that does that, that draws you in. And yeah. people could take note these days, looking back at those songs and say, you know what, those riffs, that sound right there was so fresh. People could take no periods from the 80s, honestly, because to me, in my opinion, it is the best freaking musical time period of all times, whether it's pop, synth pop, anything pop, rock, hair metal, anything. The 80s is just people could take notes on that. And you see it shining through nowadays with new age artists because they still um, sample songs. Um who was I think the diplomats um sample Starshine uh, yep. Starship or whatever we built the city so like they they take from it they take from it so it, it's that's how it, pro- it proves it's such a great time period definitely definitely and you know what maybe it was just hot heads between the the artists themselves in the eighties of course everybody had the biggest ego in the world trying to be mm-hmm. the main star so maybe that's why the band kind of fell apart at the time as well too but man did they make a lasting hit that survived the generation so one hit wonder yes but such a great song yeah definitely such a great song bro I'm going to pass it over to you now. Uh Pass it on to me. Well, you know what? Let's stay with Take On Me because that's my number two. My number two is Take Off Me from the Norwegian synth pop band. And like you said, man, this is such a great single. That's why 
like I said, this easily could have been number one on my list, but I had to put it number two because the number one for me, I still have it in my music library to this day and I still bump it. But yeah, like you said, it reached number two in the UK single charts, um, reached the, the hot 100s of billboards. Like I said, their video won six awards, number four on the adult contemporary billboards um, on the Cashbox magazine. Like I said, it was number one in the US. So it, it shows you that song and that video was the complete package from this band and 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 it was great man i love it honestly it's a song that i love and i still hear it to this day yeah can we just say that this song was called the juicy fruit song before it was called take on me <laughs> like, how epic is that <laughs> that is true that is true that is pretty damn epic man and i don't know it's just a great song from seeing the video the video is so interesting because like when you see the video for the first time you're just like there like you're hearing the song but you're not even hearing the song because you're just watching the video and it's so cool it was innovative for that time like that sketchy pencil drawing and stuff like that so it, it's a great single honestly i love it Man, great minds look alike. I, I really thought that, they, that they we, we, we would have separated this one, but no, 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 no. We come together <laughs> right now. Oh, man, we should we should make a Beatles one. Yeah, like, yeah. that's for days. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, no, we actually came together twice in this, and yeah, man. Oh but, wow. Um, yeah, we did. I was I was surprised, but um, what's your number number two, right? Nah, this will be no. my number one coming up now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your number uno. What's your number one? Oh, uh, well, uh, I don't know if I'm going to bring this down now because in the 80s, I felt like there are certain songs that that attach themselves to movies. This mm-hmm. in particular doesn't attach itself to a movies in the 80s, but from the 90s yeah. into the 2000s, definitely. When I think of songs mm-hmm. that attach to the 80s, I think of... Uh, don't forget about me from the Breakfast Club. Yes, yes, um, yes. Sunglasses at night from mm-hmm. They Live. This push it song, to the limit. I push it to the limit with Scarface. But this mm-hmm. song <laughs> is a plot point in the movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it, 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 it's such a plot point, and it's a device to make somebody evil as well, too. Mm-hmm. And I love it because of the fact that number one, it has my the, the band has my name in it, so at least my government name at least. <laughs> and I gotta give them respect about that. But such a fun, funky, fresh beat as well too, coming out of 1983. So it's tested the time over many decades as well too, and still sounds funky, fresh, and still has a catchy beat. And like I said, it was a plot point to a movie of uh-huh. one of Ben Stiller's favorite funniest movies this is frankie goes to hollywood relax <laughs> yo you know what i was I, I i was actually thinking about another movie so i'm just like okay plot twist but wait <laughs> but yeah no yeah, go ahead definitely bro great, great pick absolutely love this song i absolutely love every little part how catchy even though it's very repetitive it has such a great beat such a great sound mm-hmm. um it, it transcends to different motion pictures it transcends time um the band itself just fell short altogether Definitely. but hey uh, it's a song that we could all get behind and bump and crack up and have a good time Different Grand Theft Auto games has been in different movies like The Transporter, different like a plot device in Zoolander as Mugatu being part mm. of Frankie Goes to Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> it's just such a it's such a prevalent song from guys yeah. coming across the pond once again, 
And this song, number one, everywhere, just as well to, like, take on me. Going from different places like the United States, Canada, Austria, mm-hmm. uh, Italy, so on and so forth. It stood in the top charts for a long time, beating different songs as well, too. Like, this song was catching fire for being such a simple song. And might I ask, this is a simple song coming out of the era where disco was so big. And I think yeah. this was a transition song for a lot of people. This song right here... For people who love disco and love that that pop mentality, they could gravitate to something like this and say, all right, there's still music that I can listen to. Maybe I won't be into the punk and the hair metal bands and uh, the metal rock or even hip-hop coming in from the 85s and whatnot, but they could gravitate to this. And I think that was that bridge for them. And, oh, man, I love this song. I can't speak enough about this song. What about, how do you feel about this? This is this is one song that that like you said is a one hit in my opinion because a lot of one hit wonder songs, um, they have catchy beats and they have meaningless, pointless, repetitive lyrics and this is one of them. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> it's over and over and over. Like you said, it's almost hypnotizing. So it's great that they did it like that in Zuland, <laughs> you know, where he just flips out and wants to kill the minister of Micronesia. <laughs> so, <laughs> You know, it's kind of great that it has that little um, hypnotizing effect because it does kind of hypnotize the song, the song. But it's such a great song; it's great, and it has been. Um, it's had many, many covers. You know, Weird Al. Um, I think Power Man Five Thousand did a cover to it. I believe it was even in Judge Dredd, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so it, it, it's a great song. I love it, honestly. This did it didn't make my list, but it's, it's a great song. I, I'm honestly surprised that you picked this. I thought you were going with um, "You're the Best." No, no, no. <laughs> I, 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 I want this to be it right here for many reasons. The fact it's so promiscuous as well, too. Yeah. It has an undertone. Like, you know what? We're an explicit podcast. So, yes, when you want to come. <laughs> you know, it's very... Yeah, exactly. You know, it makes you think, like, huh, should I be really mm-hmm. listening to this? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. you can definitely see a Christian Bale doing his thing, flexing in American Psycho in, to this in song American as well, American Psycho, too. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I, like I said, this movie has so many deep undertones that are just too funny, very yeah. hypnotizing, and like I said, it transcends yeah. space and time as well, too. It, it, it goes along with um the uh, another one-hit wonder song that was kind of tough to put on my list. I wanted to, but I didn't. With the vapors turning Japanese, oh. you know, it, it, <laughs> if you look up the meaning of that song, it's just talking about masturbation and stuff like that. Yes, so. it is. <laughs> the eighties were a funky time. Yes, it was. It was a great time to be an American. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not even. It was a great time to be anybody I, in the world. <laughs> anybody, anybody. Excuse me, especially foreigner, because a lot of these bands came from Canada, um, Nor- Norwegian, Norway. yeah, Norway, freaking um, across the ponds, Brits, Germans. So yeah. Uh, they were ruling the 80s, man. Yeah. <laughs> Cocaine was a hell of a drug. It really was. <laughs> but let's get down to your number uno. Now I'm excited. I'm, 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 I'm hinkering for it now. My number one. Like I said, I have this song still in my phone. I listen to it. Because it's, it's, like you said, it's a, it's a hell of a song, you know. And um, honestly, I love it. Like you said, it, like I say also... One Hit Wonder, everybody, like you said, everybody could have been a, a star. Anybody could have been a star. And we saw this person trying to do this because this person was big in the 80s. <laughs> and <laughs> rightfully so. I bump it all the time. And it makes me want to party all the time. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. And my number one top 80s hit, in my opinion, that I freaking love 
is Party All the Time by Eddie Murphy, the 1985 <laughs> single. And I, yeah, from the album, like you said. Um, it, and, and I don't care about anything else on that album. Like I, like I touched before, all I care about is Party All the Time. I could put the song on, on repeat. It's so great, the beat, the lyrics, the words, if you listen to it. Because, you know, it's kind of ironic. Rick James wrote it, you know. My girl wants to party all the time. Like, you know, you're like one of the biggest partiers there is. So, you know, um, but yeah, no, definitely. I love this song. It has transcended pop culture as well. You know, it reached number two on the Billboard 100s. Um, it stood there for like three weeks. I think it was, like you said, um, behind Lionel Richie and stuff like that. And we've seen it in pop cultures and shows. We've seen it in shows like Family Guy. It's even been on video games, Rent That Photo. Um freaking scrubs i don't know whoever watches scrubs i watch scrubs is great yeah scrubs is great (laughs) and um the regular show as well and yeah my number one is party all the time by eddie murphy man i don't want to hear it i love that song you know honestly i wonder how yeah for some reason i thought you were gonna pick uh rockwell um somebody's watching me for some reason i thought that was gonna come out bro i was gonna put it this this list was hard for me because i love a lot of songs from the 80s and yeah (laughs) i was gonna put that and i'll Honestly, I was gonna put that the, the boom, boom, boom. Let's go back to my oh, turn to Japanese. Um, what else? It was just a, a, a plethora of songs that I was just sitting here listening, and I'm like, oh, I could put this. Oh, I could put that. You know, was I think Stacy Q or something like that? I think she had a hit too. And it, it was, it was, it, it was a tough list, honestly. But I just had to narrow it down to like my favorite ones, bro. And I could even put Corey, uh, you know, wear my sunglasses at night because I love that song so. I don't know, but it has to definitely be freaking Eddie Murphy party all the time. I love this song. And I have a question it, for you. Yeah. Why yeah. do you feel that Eddie Murphy, number one, dabbled into music, and number two, <laughs> dabbled right out of music as well? Uh, cocaine's hell of a drug. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it, it, it's like you said. It's a time. It's a music era. It's a music period that anybody could have been a star and he wanted to die he was kind of like one of the hottest things in the 80s like you said the raw stand-up um comedy saturday night live and he was real raunchy at that time period so he said hey let me just dip and dabble into this because we have seen people make hits off just repetitive lyrics so he probably said hey why not me so i think that's why he dabbled why he dabbled out because he only had one hit and he was like, yeah, I guess that's not it. I, or I guess, you know, Rick James wasn't writing no more for him. So, but no, definitely, definitely, it, I don't know. I just feel he did it because, you know, he wanted to get a piece of the cake. Like you said, anybody could have been a star in that time period. Oh, definitely. That's why I, I look at today's music now. And I, I no, this is no offense to you. I mean, you, even your Twitter handle is EDM Trippy. But, like, yeah. I feel like mm-hmm. even with the EDM culture, you anybody, hell, freaking... Give me a John Goodman could be in the EDM song right now and make a hit. It was with the two no, words. No, <laughs> Seriously. No. no, you see, the 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 thing is the I I, I mean EDM. It, I mean I get what you're saying, but you gotta listen to the EDM where it's more lyrical content. That's the one I listen to. Like you get what I'm saying, like right. the Armin, the Testio, uh, freaking you know even even Marshmallow has freaking good songs. Like he got one of the best hits right now with Khaled. You know. Um, silence. You, you, I, I listen to those with the lyrical contest, not the one that just go. So, you so, know. so <laughs> we won't get like a dead mouse 
meets Paul. No, that's messed up. Um, a dead Wait, mouse. Who, who are you gonna say? No, who, 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 I'm not. No, so no, yeah. Let, let, let's hear your dark soul, no. your, your your blasphemous soul. Let's to say Paul Walker. <laughs> Look at that. Yeah, I knew you were going down that. That no, but I mean dead mouse. No, rest in peace, Paul Walker. I'm sorry. No, dead mouse, I'm so dead sorry. mouse has some hot songs. I'm not gonna lie, but. I mean, don't be bashing my EDM, bro. Like <laughs> I'm just saying, in, in time and age back then as well, too. And, you know, anybody could pick up a microphone as long as they had a good melody, beat, sound behind them. Like I said, mm-hmm. Rick James is producing a lot of his music as well, too, that sounds so similar to what he was doing. So, of course, mm-hmm. people are going to gravitate to it. Um, I think mm-hmm. people were shocked to know that I was Eddie Murphy, number one. Uh, coming from somebody so raunchy and raw, like I said, no pun yeah. intended. And then having like a soft voice, my girl was still funny all the time. You know, gyrating and just, you know, enjoying life for a second. Like, you're not getting Beverly Hills cop. You're like, Mm -hmm. you're you're, you're getting kindergarten cop. Like, (laughs) kindergarten cop. It's tough. It was such a departure from his character. Maybe that's why people were shocked about it. I don't know, but who, who doesn't like Party All the Time, though? It's such a great song. It's a catchy song. You get up, you just dance, and you move to it, man. I don't know. I love it. I love it. I, I love it, the song. Yeah. It's a great I want, song. I just would love to go back in time to see how much Coke was snorted <laughs> and how much babies were made to this song. <laughs> like, honestly, I would love to just go back in time. If I could be a fly on the wall, like, just to see the party and man, to that jam, like... Like Stevie B, some 80s freestyle, man. A lot of babies were made to that man's freaking discography. <laughs> Do you think we could have had a collaboration if Eddie Murphy really took it serious? We could have had a collaboration with Stevie B and Eddie Murphy. Oh, hell yeah. You know, Rick James? Like, uh, definitely we could have we could have had a collaboration like that. Uh, if he would have definitely taken it serious, you know, it, it definitely, they could have made a, cal- a collaboration and it would have been freaking epic, bro. Uh, now uh, I, I want to fuck up the time frame and mess all that up. Mm-hmm, encourage I Eddie go, Murphy. Yeah, I want to go Project Almanac in this bitch. Like, let's go back. <laughs> Marty, what have you done? <laughs> <laughs> exactly no but that that would have been a freaking great 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 collaboration man but do you have some honorable mentions out um, of this great time period uh testio no uh, <laughs> <laughs> um i don't know because i was gonna put some hard rock ballads in there but from what i've seen and in, in, in uh, for ballads mm-hmm. or heavy metal most of the time you know they've made one or two hits that were pretty good so I couldn't count those. Yeah. Maybe um, uh, what's that band? Skid Road. They had like a one one hit wonder okay. song, uh, but it's really hard for rock. That's why I kind of yeah. stood away from them. Um, but if you want to go into like you know uh, synth pop and things of that nature, those songs I mentioned are really the basis of the '80s, in my opinion. Do you have ones off the top of your head though? Yeah, this this goes along with um real quick. It's not an honorable mention, but this this goes along with how everybody wanted to dabble in that music because a lot of people don't remember a song called "Far From Over" by a uh, a Frank Stallone. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that, just, that, that just proves you that everybody wanted to get into that. But um, like I like um um which one was the song? Uh, Beza Burning" by Midnight Oil. That was a song that I like as well. Um. There was another song, I think it was a Ballad of Jane, something like that from I forgot the name of the band, but there's a bunch that that honestly I I uh freaking 
I don't care what nobody says. Bert, Bert, Bertie Higgins, Key Largo, man, I love that jam. Like, so it, it's a bunch of bunch of songs that I can come up with, honestly. Oh no, oh, definitely. Oh, another one that I so wanted to put it on my list, but it's a top honorable mention. It is a freaking one hit wonder, but I love it. It is Tarzan Boy by Baltimore. <laughs> yes. yes. And, and and I know Jeremy would get upset, but that is the epitome of what a one hit wonder because then he drops some other songs and they never freaking, you know, hit like uh, Tarzan Boy. They even made a, a side side remix to Tarzan Boy, bro. That's how you know how catchy the song is. And it's been on freaking Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So it is it's hip hop culture. I forgot about this one. This is an honorable mention since you mentioned a Stallone brother in this. <laughs> I have to throw this guy in here because before he was Mr. Action Star as well, too, mm-hmm. of films like Die Hard, um, we had Bruce Willis as almost an R&B pop star <laughs> <laughs> with his lead-off single, Respect Yourself. So, oh you know, God. we got to put those songs in there as well, too, bro. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. I forgot about that, bro. Oh, my God. Another one that's kind of cool. Um, um, Oh, my God. I just forgot the name. Oh, my God. But this chick, um, what's her name? Mary Jane Girl? Oh, Mary oh Jane yes. Girls in my house? Yeah, like, I don't know. It's just a bunch of one-hit wonders in the 80s, honestly. Like, like one of our voters, um, Come On Eileen. That's oh, another come on, Eileen. Yeah, yeah. Like my dad loves that song. <laughs> it's a great That's song. Another one. It's a great it is, one. It is. You know what it is? It is? I don't know if I can listen to that every day though. Yeah, that's that's the thing. A one hit wonder has to be something that you could just listen to on repeat that you will never get tired and you won't skip it. So Exactly. Cut, yeah, come on, Eileen. I, I could definitely skip it. Like midway into the song after the first come on, Eileen. Okay. I, I'm changing. You know, songs like you could dance if you want to. Leave your <laughs> friends behind. Yeah, I, I, I want to say, yo, man, that, that song's great. But yeah, man. That's definitely, a Dungeon definitely. Death Dragon song right there. Jared <laughs> <laughs> like, Tolkien's wet dream song right there. <laughs> Oh man, that's great! Definitely great, great list. I was surprised that honestly you picked the number one and number two. I was like, no way! Number five, he started it with "Party All the Time" with Eddie Murphy. I was like, really? Uh, that one took me by surprise. The take on me, not so much, but kind of. Not so much though, because I kind of had a feeling you would have had that one or honorable mention. But Eddie Murphy definitely took me by surprise. Definitely, definitely. Well, I think this was fun to do. I can't wait oh, to it, do another. It really was top yeah. list when it comes to music because we could dabble into anything mm-hmm. even going down to the 50s if we want to just to get yeah. some jukebox music in our lives but definitely mm-hmm. man do you have um any last words for the 80s before we leave it nah i love the 80s man <laughs> it, it, i love it i i don't get tired of it like you said i mean it, i i love the 80s it's, it, and honestly it's a great time period and Whoever doesn't appreciate the '80s, you just suck. You know, so I, I honestly, like, it's just a great time period, and it's a good time period. It's such a feel-good time period. You know, a lot of the songs were either about broken hearts, love, having a good time, nothing really too hostile. You get what I'm saying? It's just such good music. So I, I love it. Do you, anything you want to touch about the '80s? Nah, cocaine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> anyway man where can people find you on social media uh, they can find me you know what just for the EDM freaking shot that you did I'm gonna start there <laughs> they can find me at twitter at yes EDM trippy if you got a problem come see me at EDM trippy they can find me here on bumpers which uh, we got some sad news oh, yeah. about bumpers uh, I'll get into yeah. that so, 
Yeah, but um, yeah, you can find me here on Bumpers at underscore J Rance, where I co-host with you on EWA Elite Wrestling Audio, the Kamora Chronicles, and they can find me on Jay's Corner doing my thing. They can find me here, um, Pop Five Sideshow Conversations, and they can find me on Instagram at underscore J Rance. Where can they find you at? Um, here on Bumpers as well too at Val Cisco at Sideshow Conversations, where we do things like this with you along as well too at Pop Five and movie reviews and things of that nature. Also co-hosting with you at Kamora Chronicles, and then they all day by the fans for the fans and Elite Wrestling Audio for your pro wrestling fix as well too. All available on iTunes, Podcast Republic here on Bumpers as well mm-hmm. too. Um, and we also have Facebook pages for all of that as well too, whether it be Sideshow Conversations, Kamora Chronicles, and um. Um, elite wrestling audio so come check us out we're getting a little bit better on twitter when it comes to these um shows as well too so keep you guys informed what we're doing but one little thing oh yeah of course if you want to find me on twitter as well too you can find me at uncanny underscore v but down to the main event the news that people want to hear right now mm-hmm. so it's a tragedy it is a tragedy it's a nightmare <laughs> <laughs> you know? oh no <laughs> It definitely needs more cowbell, and <laughs> and it is a sad thing. Um, for what we're hearing as well, too, Bumpers has stated that they are closing up shop coming March, so early March as well, too. So it looks like mm-hmm. that this show, the Kamora Chronicles, uh, Elite um, Wrestling Audio, Jay's Corner, uh, they're all going to be getting out of here. We're going to be looking for a new... <laughs> New uh, new ventures, new home pretty soon. So hopefully you guys follow us um, as we make our way to find different outlets. If you guys have any recommendations as well, too, let us know. Because mm-hmm. we want to keep on going hard. We want to keep on going strong with this. And as much as we do thank Bumpers for giving this outlet because it's been a strong outlet for us, we are disappointed at the fact that uh, this is canceling. And um, it's kind of kind of throwing a wrench in, in the plans. Yeah. Mm-hmm, definitely, man. Especially since this it, bumper has made it so easy for everybody to podcast. You get what I'm saying? It just right from your phone with your headphones. You don't even have to put on your headphones. Like I said, just hold the phone up to your head. It's made it so easy. You get what I'm saying? It's made it easy for everybody that doesn't have like a, a PC or anything. It's made it easy to connect people from across cities. Like we said, you're in Arizona. I'm out here in Texas. So it, it it sucks. It sucks. It's kind of a tough pill to swallow. So like like Val said, you know, we're looking for other outlets, new ventures, new pastures, pastures, excuse me. And hopefully you guys will tag along. I want to keep doing this. No, same uh, here. Uh, and this is not going to stop the train whatsoever. We're both going to hop into the DeLorean and we're going to move to something <laughs> a little bit different. We're not going to go to the past. We're going to look toward the future. And yes, yes, um, yes. bigger things are coming this way for all podcasts for Jay Rance and myself. So don't you worry. Don't you forget about me. With that being said, Jay, it's been a pleasure. Hope to hear Always, you soon. man. Always, man. Take care. Later.